Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with Jack Baggett. He's an urban forester with the Forest Pest Branch of the Urban Forest Management Division of the Department of Public Works and Environmental Services. We're going to be talking about the emerald ash borer. Jack, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Your business card must be extremely long and it big. It really you know? is. It's huge. <laughs> urban Forester, Forest Pest Branch, <laughs> Urban Forest Management Division. Man, let me tell you. Let's start with Urban Forester. What, sure. what does that mean? Uh, well, we have an Urban Forestry Division um, within the uh, Stormwater Maintenance um, uh, Department. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we, we have two se- separate branches. We have a branch that basically is called the uh, urban forest conservation um, branch, mm-hmm. and what they do is they really work with developers and making sure that they follow the tree conservation okay, um, okay. code. And then we have another branch that is uh, created back in oh about 1988 called it used to be called the Gypsy Moth Office, oh, and yeah. it was brought up back in the 19 early 1990s because we had a huge problem with gypsy moth right. in the area, and so um, they created the. Uh, forest Pest Branch mm. from that, uh, or, or it was the Gypsy Moth Office, and then became the Forest right, Pest Branch right. as we started getting into more and more different types of invasive insects that right. kept coming into right. Fairfax County. So does that mean Gypsy Moth is pretty much gone, or is oh, that still a problem? Have, we have whipped it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't really say that. Um, unfortunately, it does go in cycles. Hmm. Um, we About 10 years ago, we sprayed about 3,000 acres in aerial spray. Um, so we may eventually may see some what we would call pop-up type of oh, infestations. Okay. Okay. But we're not going to have like the, back in 1990, uh, 89-90, when when Gypsy Mall first came down, it's like a big, huge wave coming down from up north. So we had a, um, uh, so we had these aerial spray programs. We were spraying like fifty thousand acres. Wow! And one time we were even spraying with a DC ten. So um, yeah, it was. Um, we had these very large acreages, but now we're only spraying like three thousand to four thousand right, acres right. when we have to. But we haven't seen gypsy moth in about nine years. Okay, though. well that's good. Yeah, so it's been really good. So we've been very happy about right. that. But other forest pest or invasive. Uh, yes. What's the proper term? Invasive. Uh, we call them. We call them invasive. Okay. Invasive species okay. or invasive pest. And yeah. So that's that's. Pretty self-explanatory. They're, that means they're kind of invading the area and trying to take over. Yeah, that's exactly right. Generally, what an invasive does is it, it comes into this into the environment, or in Fairfax County, uh, in our case, uh, and it's not from here. Mm. Uh, it usually comes from outside the United States. Uh, we've been seeing a lot more of these invasive pests coming into the United States. Um, you know, mainly from the uh, from uh, from Eastern Asia mm. area, um, which is what we see from. Um, there's different pests that come around. Uh, emerald ash borer is one. Um, there's another pest that we are now starting to be have a look have a, a lookout for, which is called spotted lantern fly, which is another one that's hmm. probably not going to be too much of a problem here in Fairfax County, but it's something we're going to be concerned about. It mainly affects grapes, um, oh, okay. and maybe some fruits and stuff like that. So we are seeing more and more of these things come yeah. in. And um, it's, I guess you could say it's it's probably good job security, but at the same time, it's not something we really want to see. Yeah. Because what happens when these pests come in, there's no natural predators here. Uh, there's okay. nothing here. They haven't gone through eons of, 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 of an environmental of type of, of 
um, you know, where there's an, there's enough environmental right. or natural predators to be able to um, um, kind of do a check control. and balance. Kind so of there's thing, no yeah. check and balances on that. Mm-hmm. So so that's why when we have these pests, they can devastate an entire you know, ecosystem mm. pretty quickly. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're specifically going to talk about that emerald ash borer sure. today. So um, maybe folks have heard about emerald ash borer. Maybe, sure. Maybe not. Kind of give us a little bit of history about the emerald ash borer, kind of how it came about, okay. and why it's such a problem. Okay. Um, emerald ash borer has come from usually, um, excuse me, has come from uh, um, uh, China and also from uh, the Korean Peninsula. Hmm, okay. And um, what has happened was around about, sometime we estimate about 1990, um, hmm. they probably threw uh, pallets that were delivered um, in Michigan, uh, probably hmm. contain these uh, bugs. Um, in China, they use for pallets. They would use um, ash trees, hmm. um, and they only in the emerald ash borer only affects ash trees. And um, they probably use ash pallets. And all of a sudden, in Michigan, it went on for about eight to nine years, and they start noticing all these ash trees were dying. Interesting. And nobody really knew what it was called. And and some of the professors out there were saying, well, it's probably an emerald. Uh, we're going to just call this ash decline, hmm. and they thought it was an environmental reason. Then someone finally looked at the trees and said they found this bug in it, and wow. it came from China. And then they've been trying to – first, there's a lot of eradication pro, um, programs. They would go in and just go into neighborhoods and to areas and just um, get rid of all the ash trees in order to try to remove its food source. Hmm. We, uh, we found out that that doesn't work. <laughs> and so um, so what we try to do now is we, we try to work with um, – and eventually what happened was that did escape. Um, we did have an infestation in Fairfax County back in 2003 hmm. that was a result of a nursery that uh, illegally brought in nursery stock from um, Michigan. Oh, wow. Michigan was under quarantine at the time of um, ash products. You couldn't, you couldn't get, get rid of any ash products or anything like that from Michigan. So somebody illegally brought that into oh, wow. nursery in Tennessee, went to Maryland, and then went to, um, and then they planted some trees at a school site up in, um, uh, up near Wolf Trap. So we went through and we were in eradication mode. We actually removed 300 trees Hmm. in that area. Um, And these trees were in the forest areas and also in, um, uh, they were also in in yards and stuff like that. So we got rid of that. And actually, you know, uh, we got an award uh, for that. (laughs) And they actually gave us a hat. You know, it was really great. And, um, um, And then about six years later, well, we found it again, and this time it was um, uh, a tree care company found it down in um, Lorton, Virginia, and then another uh, Virginia Tech student who was in the forestry, or no, excuse me, he was actually a, um, a Virginia Department of uh, Forestry um, uh, uh, employee, was happened to be, whose parents lived in Herndon, he started looking around and started seeing all these dead ash trees in Herndon, looked at it, and sure enough, he pulled the bark oh. off, and you can see the emerald ash borer right wow. there. So that's the infestation that we are the gen that was the genesis of this of, of the infestation we now have in Fairfax County. Okay. And um, so that, it's been yeah, so almost ten years. Or, or longer, years. longer from really from two thousand three. Yes, about ten years ago. And what the Emerald Dashboard does is um it's the larvae of, of it um will um um, will eat around what we call the cambium layer of the uh, tree, which is on the outside. Okay. And what it does is disrupts the 
water and nutrients and also the, um, from translocating throughout the tree mm. and it kills a tree. And when they also, the larvae, when they do their destructiveness inside the cambium, they go in a, a serpentine or S type of, um, of uh, gallery. In okay. It. okay. And what that means, it just means that one, um, uh, a, a couple of them lash bores can really knock out a tree pretty quickly wow. because of the serpentine, because they don't go up straight up and down. Okay. They really mess up the entire um, okay. um, the, the tree pretty quickly. So you said this, stu- this student or this worker in Herndon mm-hmm. found a couple of them. The trees were already dead, though? Is that, yes. Is that right? So, th- so they're still there, uh, even though yes. the, they're... I guess their food source is dead. There, there, but there, there's a lot of trees in the, in that area. Ah. The ash tree, whether it's a white ash or a green ash, which are the principal two ash trees that we have in Fairfax County, are pretty ubiquitous um, in, in, throughout the county. Now, um, as a forest tree, it only makes up about two percent of our forest of our of our forested areas. Oh, okay. However, in landscape plantings, it's probably much more higher than that because there's many of um, developments that. One of the approved trees to put into developments was ash trees. Hmm. Ash trees, when I was in the business, you know, when I was in the private industry, I would put down, I would, I would put ash trees in, in many, uh, many of my plantings only because of the fact there were few pests, to do, you know, that, that affected the, them. Oh, okay. Well, then we had the emerald ash borer. Right. <laughs> so, okay. so we do have a lot of um, uh, parking lot trees. We have a lot of uh, street trees. I have a lot of trees planted in people's properties that are um, that are ash trees. Yeah. Yeah. If if uh, well, I was going to ask if I've got ash trees on my property. Mm-hmm. Let me save that question. So, but then let me ask this question first before I get there. Okay, sure. H- how do I even know if I have an ash tree? What does it look like? How do I tell if it's okay. an ash tree? <laughs> well, okay. Well, I'm not a tree guy. Okay. Well, there's a couple things I would recommend that you can do. One is um, an ash tree uh, usually, uh, well, an ash tree is um, what, we ha- what we call has opposite um, budding structure. Very few trees have that. Maples have that. Ash trees have it. Dogwoods have it. That means on the stem itself, the two buds will come out equally on both sides of it. Oh, okay. Okay. That's one thing. Okay. That's very hard to do. What I would recommend is that some we have several pictures on our website, okay. which is if they go to fairfaxcounty.gov, look up urban forestry, uh, or, or emerald ash borer, you can drill down and find out what an ash tree looks like. Okay. You know, from okay. there. All right. Um, that's a really good way of doing it. Also, you can go to the neighborhood plant clinics by the, um, the Cooperative Extension Office. Mm. Um, they have them set up throughout the county. I think they're starting probably this month, and they will be able to um, – volunteers down there can probably identify if you have an ash okay. tree or not. Okay. All right. So I've, I've used these resources. I've figured gotcha. out I've got ash trees on my property. Um, is it pretty easy to tell if they are affected, if they're healthy or, or – Dead or dying? I mean, is it is it pretty obvious? Yes, it is. Uh, what happens is, um, you, usually, what we start to see with an infestation is you start to see some dieback from the top of the tree, and it looks like you have dead branches at the very top. Uh, okay. Now, as they're starting to die, that's one of the first clues that we'll have. Um, sometimes you may see woodpeckers all of a sudden hmm. that you may be never seen before, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to get to the oh, insect underneath the, the bark. If the tree is fairly uh, well gone, um, it's really easy. Uh, if you can pull away the bark of a tree, that usually means a tree's in really mm. bad shape. And if you can pull away the bark, you can definitely see the galleries right underneath it. And those are the tunnels that the ash tree makes. Right. But the dieback is what you usually will notice. Um, and so 
Um, usually if it's more than 50% dieback, the tree's pretty well gone at that mm. point. You probably should think about replacing the tree instead of trying to treat the tree at right. that point. Okay. We're talking with Jack Baggett. He's an urban forester with the Forest Pest Branch. That's in the Urban Forest Management Division of the county's Department of Public Works and Environmental Services. We're talking about the emerald ash borer, and we have identified a tree that is dead or dying. Mm-hmm. What do we do? Do we just chop it down? Do we cut it up into firewood? Do we, you know, I mean, what's well, what what ha- what happens with that tree? And the reason I'm asking is because mm-hmm. if we just chop it down and put it in the it. wood pile, does that mean that the emerald ash borer is still, still there. there and can go somewhere else? Yes, it sure can, and you can do that. Um, and we would. That's not against the regulations for you to do that at this mm. point, because right now emerald ash borer is pretty well affecting a lot of tr- a lot of different counties here in Virginia right okay. now. Okay. So um, there's not I don't know where the the closest um, county is that's not affected by it, but as long as you don't move the wood into those unaffected counties, okay. uh, you're okay. Okay. But yeah, you can go ahead and chop down the tree. You can go ahead and put the wood next to your you know um, you know use it for firewood and all that. Um, uh, but if it's less than 50% dead, you may be able to save it. Okay. Um, or fif- you know, less than 50% of the canopy showing signs. Right, right. You may be able to save that, so, right. too. So that would be the, the recommended uh, action if it's less than, yeah. less than 50% we, we, affected. We, what we do is we tell people to um, look, you know, get some, you know, if you're going to have a professional do it, get a few estimates. Um Many times what they'll do is they can treat the tree, but sometimes that involves coming back every year to treat it. Hmm. So you may want to look at the cost of that and think about it. May You may be doing this for a long, long time. Hmm. We don't have a, um, a sunset yet to determine how long you're going to have to treat your trees, uh, which means as long as the emerald ash borer is here in the county, it's going to be a, a problem. Hmm. And so you're going to have to probably keep treating those trees until it is. Now, um, let, let me let me interrupt you there. Please. So so does that mean that it's hard to? I'll use the word kill. I think you use the word eradicate. <laughs> <laughs> that emerald ash borer that's in my tree. Uh-huh. If I get rid of it, then there's still the problem of other little emerald ash borers coming into that tree. So that's the reason if, we're going to have to treat constantly. Or? Yes, because what happens is it's still going to be in the area. Gotcha. So when you stop treating the tree, that means the insecticide that you put in it is only going to be effective for maybe a year. If you do it, um, if uh, effective for a year, there are some insecticides that uh, professionals have access to. Uh, professional tree care companies, um, they can probably last two years. Um, so you can probably be able to do right. it once every two years. Right. There are even some occasions we have seen from some studies that some of these applications can last three years. Wow! So, um, which is pretty good. When that, yeah. which is which is really good actually. So, uh, but those are only available for a professional to use. Yeah. Um, so, so deal with a reputable tree company. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we would recommend people go to uh, GoodTreeCare.com, hmm. and what that is is that's a um, um, a website that's run by the International Society of Arboriculture. You know, hmm. it does have a .com. It is a nonprofit, a professional organization of okay. arborists. And what you want to have is you want to have a certified arborist hmm. uh, come out to your property, take a look at your ash tree, and see if it's, first of all, worth salvaging, and find out what the cost of it would be, and get a good, a good idea of what what should be done mm-hmm. at that point. Okay. So let's say that I have to get rid of my ash tree. Let's okay. say it's beyond saving or whatever. What I understand you saying is that if, you know, cut it down, chop it up, 
do whatever, that's fine. I can't take it out of the area, right. which would maybe lend to the spread elsewhere, but it's not going to affect, you know, my my house, other trees. It, no. It's not like a termite or anything like no, that. No, no, yeah, definitely. It's only specific to ash trees, okay. except they have found out that it is getting onto a tree called a fringe tree, um, hmm. which is it's somewhat a landscape. Actually, actually, that tree is a native, but we do notice it, we don't see a whole lot of them around here. Mm-hmm. They're a planted tree, mm-hmm. but they have seen some studies that it does affect the, the the French tree. Okay, but those are the only two species. Right. But it's only ash tree that it affects. Okay, so so two thousand three, I think you said, kind of the first time we noticed it in mm-hmm. Fairfax County, and I think what was that uh, Mount. Burning oh, that was a, that was the one wolf trap. Wolf trap the eradication okay. program. So then, two thousand nine, Lorton, and then Herndon, several yes. different places. So it's pretty widespread across Fairfax County. What we did is after we found out that it was um, in Lorton and also in Herndon, we started working with the Virginia Department of uh, of Agriculture and also with APHIS. Um, uh, APHIS is the um, it's the federal government. Um, part of it that helps regulate um, um, invasive species. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were working with these folks and we were trapping throughout the county. Uh, we put the big, big purple traps people may have seen mm. a few years ago were mm-hmm. up in the uh, ash trees. And we we're looking for them, finding out where they were. And when we first started putting them out, we couldn't find anything outside of Herndon and, and, um, and Lorton. Hmm. But then we started seeing a little bit more going out, but we still weren't seeing any ash trees dying. And then all of a sudden, it was like about maybe 2018, I would say about 2014, 2013, all of a sudden, we just started seeing massive die-off of ash trees. Hmm. And it's just like it really quickly took over. Um, now, we have been, our office, during this time, not only were we trapping, we were also doing a whole lot of educational um, um, programs. We, you know, we came up with a lot of uh, different types of. Uh, we updated our website uh, for the current, um, you know, to make sure people had had the current information on how to treat uh, emerald ash borer. We also had professional educational programs that mm-hmm. we put on. Mm-hmm. We put on homeowner educational programs, telling people what to do. We also, uh, at the same time, try to educate people to. Um, you make sure that they don't go after, uh, they don't get taken, um, right, you know, right, because, right. you know, it's, uh, that's a problem. That can be a problem sometimes. Well, right. and, um, and so we did those types of things, too. Okay. We did, so we had like a two front. We were, we, we weren't really doing, we, we, unfortunately, it's not like a spray program that for Gypsy Moth where we can actually go mm. ahead and spray. We did not have the resources nor the manpower to really go or the or the, the work work power <laughs> to really be able to go out and 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 like let's treat all individual uh, trees mm. in Fairfax County. That was just something we could not do, and so we had to do it through education right. so, so for homeowners so they right. can possibly do something for themselves. Any idea how many ash trees there are in the county, or how many have been affected? I mean, as I know, it's probably like trying to count pieces of hay in a haystack. But <laughs> any ballpark of of the like percent of tree population we're talking about? Well. I actually in Fairfax County we just we just did a uh, tree survey hmm. um, and a, sorry it wasn't a survey where we go around to every part of the county one two, two three, three four <laughs> no we didn't do that uh, but what we did do is we just did a uh, called I it was a survey uh, it was called I tree and it's 
it's oh, they use uh, a lot of mathematical algorithms, I mm. would say. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just a forester. I could not tell you <laughs> what exactly what those algorithms are. But they estimated that there are probably about uh, 20 million, uh, 21 million trees in Fairfax County. Wow. And we think about 450,000 of those are ash trees. Wow. You know, so that's how we came up with about 2%. Yeah. Okay. Which you would think, yeah, 2%, that doesn't sound like much. Yeah. But when you start walking, when we start seeing some of these dead ash trees out there, and especially a lot of these that are in uh, people's properties, yeah. you start seeing uh, there's a lot of them out there. And I was going to say that you could know? be if you if you don't deal with it as a property owner, it could have some more serious consequences because a, a dead tree on your property, some of these windstorms we've had this year, and right. different things like that could be could fall right. over and you know. Yeah, and now you're getting into my other part of my job, okay. <laughs> which I'm generally the primary tree risk assessor in Fairfax County for for urban forestry, and um, and. And I have seen a lot of ash trees have they're dead mm-hmm. and they are hazards to the general public and they do need to come down okay um so um, and obviously you know dead trees you don't want not only are hazards to the public but you don't want it to be a hazard to your neighbor's property or to your property right, for, your, right. for that matter so, uh, so you yeah. got to do something yeah. you know we're running out of time but you you mentioned risk assessor and these other things are uh-huh. are you and urban other urban foresters within the forest pest branch and the urban forest management division are you guys and gals available to go to property owners to do assessments? Are you available to give presentations? What what kind of things can you provide? We can provide presentations, like especially like the homeowners associations. Okay. Those are the types of things we like to do. Unfortunately, we just do not have the um, um, the amount of people evolved where we can go out and inspect for inspect your property to see if you have emerald ash borer or not. Mm-hmm. What we generally tell people to is to get a certified arborist from mm. uh, goodtreecare.com, uh, from the International Society of Arboriculture, and to have them come on out and um, take a look at your trees. Right. Okay. And I've got a telephone number here, I think, and an email. If folks would like to get more information on their emerald ash borer or schedule uh-huh. a presentation, they can call 703-324-1770. That is correct. Or email pestmail at yes. fairfaxcounty.gov. That's got to be the best email address, by the way. Pestmail is fantastic, <laughs> you know. And we and we answer those. And uh, also, if people generally have uh, general tree questions, uh, or mm. if they have a hazard tree issue that they want to have looked at, um, they can go to TreeMail, you know, and, at, at, um, Fairfax at FairfaxCounty.gov. Wow. okay, cool. So they can do that too. So, okay, good um, resources there. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so PestMail at FairfaxCounty.gov or TreeMail. Tree Tree mail? Tree mail. Tree mail at fairfaxcounty.gov. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so, great yeah. resources. Yes. Jack, final thought. We're, we're slam out of time, but anything you want our folks to listening to this to know about emerald ash borer, what they should do, just kind of final thought from you. We were surprised last year when we were doing the I-Tree, um, especially up in the northern part of the county where we saw some trees there that were really in good shape. And I went and asked the homeowners, say, hey, you've been treating your ash trees. And they say, no, we haven't been. So... I'm telling them right now, if you have an ash tree and it hasn't been affected yet, you need to get it treated. Okay, some preventive maintenance, Absolutely. If you will. Okay. Jack Baggett with us talking about the emerald ash borer. He, again, with the urban forester with the forest pest branch. That's within the Urban Forest Management Division of our Department of Public Works and Environmental Services. Again, you can call 703-324-1770 if you'd like more information or to get a presentation or email pestmail at fairfaxcounty.gov or treemail 
at fairfaxcounty.gov. Either way, we'll answer it. All right. Thanks, Jack, for being here. Thanks to you for uh, being here with us and listening. If you'd like to get more Fairfax County news and event information, we encourage you to go online to fairfaxcounty.gov news, or you can call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. I want to thank you again for listening to the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government. Thank you.